This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And today we are going to talk about rhythm and routines. So I will tell you that in the last 18 months or so, I have pretty much lost my rhythm. No, it doesn't mean I have forgotten how to dance. I can still dance, I, I think. I think I can still dance. Uh, but I have just lost the ordinary rhythm and routine of my life, of my days, right? And so I thought, well, let me tell you about how I've lost all of these things. And then I thought, oh, geez, that would just be like whining for about 15 minutes. And I don't know that anyone who's listening wants to hear me whine for about 15 minutes how I've lost the rhythm and routines of my life. So I'm not going to talk about that so much, except as it relates to how do we find our rhythm? How do we find our routine? So before I start talking about how we can find it, I, I do want to explain a little bit how I've lost my rhythm and routine and see if maybe some of you might relate to this on some level or in a different way. But I think it's definitely, I, I don't think I'm that unique. I think other people are experiencing this, not exactly in the same way, but in similar ways. And so there have been external and internal reasons why I have lost my, the rhythm of my life. So external one huge thing that has happened is that I no longer have regular work that takes me outside of my house. I do have work that takes me outside of my house on occasion, but not on a regular basis. So I don't go to work every day outside of my house. The other thing that's happened is that the overwhelming majority of my work now is done when I want to do it. So while I do have set classes and things that I teach and, and different appointments that I keep, again, on a regular basis, the overwhelming majority of what I do is done when I feel like doing it. And there's that word feel, when I feel like doing it. And sometimes I don't feel like doing it or I put it off, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about that, why a, a routine could help. And that brings me really to the internal reason is that it's how I feel, right? I, I base what I want to do on how I feel. And sometimes that is not super helpful because then it gets me into a place where I'm constantly trying to think about what I'm supposed to be doing instead of doing the things I ought to be doing. Does that make sense? So what happens is, is when, for me at least, when I rely on keeping all the stuff in my head that I have to do, I, I don't see it. And if I don't see it, I don't necessarily have to pay attention to it, right? Well, the truth is, is that I think order and routine and having a rhythm is important. And I'm going to suggest that God would agree with me. I know that's bold, isn't that? God would agree with me. Well, I'm going to say it the other way. I agree with God. And why do I agree with God? Well, first of all, I think it's always helpful to agree with God because he really does know best in all situations. There's no question about that. But if you look in the very beginning of scripture in the book of Genesis, it says that God created order out of chaos. So he created order, that would be the world, out of chaos. And so when he did that, I think he put into each one of us an innate need for order. This is that when things are 
have a certain plan and we follow the plan, life goes more smoothly. And I'm not suggesting to be rigid. If you know me personally, you know that rigid is not usually a word I think that most people would use to describe me. But it's good to follow plans. Like when you're cooking, it's good to follow a plan. When you're cleaning, it's good to follow a plan. When you're making something, it's good to follow a plan. I know I've mentioned I I like to sew. Well, I can't sew before I cut out the pattern, right? I can't sew the fabric together into a dress until I've cut the dress out of the fabric. So some of those things sort of make sense that first you do one thing and then the next thing. Well, the thing is, oftentimes though with work tasks, Again, it doesn't really matter when I do them. There's no set order. As long as I get it done by the end of the month or by a certain date, it satisfies the the person I'm doing the task for. And so what I was finding was that sense of, oh, I'll do it later. Or, oh, that's gonna take me so long. I'm gonna do this other little thing that's more fun and I'll do that first. And so really what's been happening is, is nothing was flowing. Every day seems to be like a struggle. Well, what am I going to do today? What tasks should I do? How, what did I do first? And it's not helpful. And so I started to think, you know, I love to read and I love to read organizational things and systems. I'm a big believer in systems and processes. And if, if you had lived with me when my children were little, you would have seen we had a lot of systems in place and we had a lot of, um, set times to do certain things. And it made our life easier because there was no question that at a certain time on Saturday, all of us were cleaning the house and we knew whose turn it was to do laundry and what day. And it just made our home flow better, right? There was less confusion. And I think that's really important. But somehow, for whatever reason, I put aside all of that because I'm thinking, oh, I just have to be responsible for myself, I don't need all those lists and organizational plans. I know what I need to do. I'm a grown up. I can do it. It just wasn't, things were not gelling. And and honestly, they're still not quite gelling. But that's okay. We're going to work on that. Together, we're going to work on that. And so I started to think, well, what's the deal? Why is it good to have like habits and routines? And I did a little research and Again, some of this has come from lots of different places that I've read, so there's not any specific place, just things that I actually, unbelievable, remember. And I've remembered that something like 40% of our actions are habit-driven. So, you know, that person who says, oh my gosh, the first thing in the morning I have to do is make my coffee, drink my coffee, and then I can function. So that's a definite habit-driven thing. The person who gets up in the morning and before they, you know, do anything else is they put on their workout clothes and they work out, whether it is in their house or they go to the gym or they go outside, whatever it is, they work out. These are habits that we have. And when we have habits, what happens then is our brain in a good way doesn't need to focus and it can then have room and energy to focus on the big and important things. So if you have set times for certain things, then your life is going to open up with those other times and you're going to have more, uh, like a greater ability really to focus on the big things of your life and the things that you want to accomplish. So I think having a routine, a daily routine is very, very important. And again, pattern, a rhythm so that we know what to expect. 
And so rather than thinking, I have all the choices, if we narrow things down a bit, then we can better focus on what it is we need to accomplish. And so what I find super helpful is that if I sit down in the beginning of the week and I look at whatever tasks I need to do for the various responsibilities that I have, and I actually, in my calendar, I write down when I'm going to do them. And I don't do them necessarily at the same time every week. And I tend to like to do, you know, if I have to do like four articles, let's say, I'd rather do all four of them at the same time. And then I move on to the next thing. So that's how I I schedule my work. That's one of the things that I find helpful for myself. But scheduling my work is super helpful because then I don't have to wake up in the morning, sit down at my desk and go, oh, what am I going to do today? I already know what I'm going to do today. The other thing that, you know, if you look at things like that are, what are good habits to have? Some good habits to have are to wake up at the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every day. I know it sounds like, wow, are we back to being little kids? But you know what? It is helpful to wake up and go to sleep at the same time every day. The other thing that you can do is pay attention to what gets you sidetracked. So for me, social media is a part of what I do for a living. And it's also a part of what I do in terms of, you know, keeping up with other people and that sort of thing. But it can become a rabbit hole, right? You just start to go down and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I meant to go post these three new images that I needed for my job. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, I'm watching somebody, you know, in Italy doing something fun. Well, okay, that's great. And it's entertaining. And it's not bad. But is it really helping me in focusing and keeping to my routine and making sure that what I need to get done is getting done. So that's something else that I think about. Watch what gets in the way of your productivity. And I am not, I am not a productivity expert by any means. But what I'm saying is that when we have tasks that need to get done and we've scheduled them and we've taken care of them, then we can go off and we can have fun and we can relax and we can do the things that feed our soul in that way, that nourish us, that bring us joy. And that is one of the things that I personally, I stink at that. I have lots of little things that I enjoy doing that bring me joy. Sewing is a huge one for me, huge. And yet I very often don't make time to do it. I just don't make time to do it. And you know what? In an hour, I know now I can't necessarily get done an entire project of sewing that I might want to do, but I could get done some of it. And so sometimes we have to shift our mindset that doing some of something fun is better than doing nothing that is fun. And so that's something else that I think is important. And again, that when I read, you know, organizational books or, or, you know, strategizing books, they talk about how you need to really have rest, but not the kind of rest where you're sitting in front of the TV, vegging out, doing nothing, though that can have a time and a place, but resting by doing things that 
bring you some joy and, and use that uh, those other parts of your brain, right? So those are some other things that I think about. So three people, I'm going to mention three people now. Uh, one I've already mentioned, Gretchen Rubin. She's just fun. She has a podcast called The Happiness Project and um, just a lot of fun. She's, you know, check out her books. She has a great website, lots of free quizzes and just fun things. Um, but again, don't get sucked down into that rabbit hole of, of quiz fun, right? Two other people, James Clear, who wrote a book called Atomic Habits. I really like that book. I read it a couple of times and it just talks about the fact that really our habits really define us in some way. And so the things that we make time for, the things that are important to us, and we make time for the things that are important to us by creating habits that support those things. I know I'm kind of goes, it's a little cyclical, but I, hopefully that made sense to you. So check out James Clear. He has a great website. He has a great newsletter that comes out every Thursday that I uh, subscribe to. And I, I really find a lot of uh, inspiration and motivation from that. And the last person, well, the last two authors I'm going to mention, Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, they wrote a book called The One Thing. In that book, they talk about what is the one thing you can do that would make other things in your life better, simpler, flow more easily, however you want to put it. So those, again, interesting book. Um, those three well, actually, it's four, sorry. Those four people uh, really have had a good impact, a positive impact on me looking at how I can focus my life a little bit better and how I'm going to get my rhythm back. So that brings me to my not lukewarm challenge for this week. So for this week, what I want you to consider is making part of your day if you want to make your whole day routined and scheduled, go for it. But the first part of your day, I want you to consider like from whenever you wake up to lunch, try to schedule that part of your day and have it look the way you want it to look. So I don't know if you're going to like go exercise, if you're going to pray, if you're going to read, if you're going to cook, I don't know what you're going to do. If you're going to do your work, but focus on what are the things that if you made them into a routine that would then give you more mental energy and ability to move out of the, oh, what am I going to do with myself today? And into the whole, look, I'm going to do these tasks and then I'm going to have a couple of hours to do this really fun project that I've been wanting to work on. So give that yourself that balance of work and rest, but to really try to find out what is going to help you get into your routine, get into your rhythms, get into the habits that are going to help you to have that life that really you are able to be not lukewarm about the life you are living. If you are interested in learning more about how to pray with scriptures, I'd like to suggest that you sign up for a prayer challenge workshop that I'm going to be hosting uh, over four days, starting September 20th to September 23rd. There's no charge, and I will drop a link 
into the show notes where you can sign up for that, or you can go to livenotlukewarm.com and sign up for the four-day prayer challenge. Have a great week, everyone, and God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.